Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to In Search of the Crystal Skull, our new series where we look at mediocre films. How I can make that exciting is right up to you. My name is Aaron. My name is Patricia. Okay, and so Patricia, are you ready to go for a really exciting adventure with me? Yes, uh, let's, uh, gotta go fast. Gotta go fast, yeah, but before we go fast, I think we should explain everybody the purpose of this podcast. So, basically, um, the reason why we call it A Search of the Crystal Skull is because it's kind of based on the movie Indiana Jones uh, and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Now, there are some people out there who say that it's the weakest of the Indiana Jones franchise, however, it does actually have its own set of fans, and for me, I feel like uh, when I first watched it, I felt like there were some good elements to it, but also some pretty ballad elements to it as well but I kind of felt like neither of these ever cancelled each other out so I decided that there must be other films out there that also make me feel the same way that I feel about uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull so this podcast is dedicated to that so uh, that is the reason why it is called In Search of the Crystal Skull so hope that makes sense to everybody so basically what we're going to do is we're going to look uh, at these mediocre films so really what we're looking for is kind of like between 60 to 70 percent on rottentomatoes.com so we're going to use that as kind of like the the basis of that but if anyone else has any other suggestions for films that uh, people kind of like dislike but also like at the same time then we're also open up to other suggestions as well so Yes, and also for those who are asking about like, oh, maybe you can give more details on the movies that you talked about previously that have had mediocre reviews, such as the Cars movies or half of the DreamWorks movies. Well, we'll think about it we, we because may... we've already talked in depth with it, so... Yeah, we may, we may revisit a couple of them, but uh, mainly we're going to try and talk about new material that we never discussed before. So, uh, right. yeah, we're basically going to go that direction. Anyway, so Patricia, like you asked before, are you ready to go fast? Yes, let's do it. Okay, here we go. So Sonic the Hedgehog is a 2020 action-adventure comedy film based on the video game franchise published by Sega. The film is directed by Jeff Fowler in his feature directional debut and written by Casey and Josh Miller. It stars Ben Schwartz as the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog and Jim Carrey as Dr. Robotnik, as well as James Marsden, Tina Stumper, Natisha Rothwell, Adam Pelly, Neil McDonough, McDonoghue, and in the film, the Sonic uh, teams up with the local town sheriff, uh, Tom Wyskowski, uh, in to find his lost rings and escape the evil clutches of Dr. Robotnik. So, um, going into this film, and really, I think the main thing that we need to kind of really talk about is kind of like the initial... Uh, discussion that this movie was going to exist because there have been fan imaginations of what this film would be there was even that one that starred uh, unfortunately Doug Walker in it as well and so uh, there was uh, that thing that kind of came to be to give an idea of what a Sonic movie kind of will be also people have also done their own versions of uh, uh, 3D animated versions using uh, source filmmaker and things like that of what a, a Sonic film movie might actually look like but it's always been left in the kind of like the Fan in the fandom, really, and has never really gone any further to that. Well, walk in Paramount Pictures, and they have given the they gave the green light for this movie to finally exist. And uh, oh boy, did it have a very rough reception! Yes, let's just uh, get the elephant out of the room, saying that the first trailer that Paramount first released on Sonic the Hedgehog was not a very good one. It was so mismanaged with Gangster's Paradise from Coolio and the, the look of Sonic himself. It was just so 
critically bashed by people so much so that they had to go back to the drawing board literally and they had to reanimate sonic they did some new music and then they brought out the pro the final project that we have now i mean they had to you know use so much money to fix the face and the persona of sonic that the company that worked on it shut down shortly afterwards yeah well mind you they say that uh, there's been some talk about that the um shutting down of the studio wasn't purely based on the fact that Sonic the Hedgehog had to be remade. There's been some arguments about that somewhere. I can't remember exactly where I saw them, but uh, I mean, going back to the fact that Gangster's Paradise was the chosen theme for the uh, in the first trailer, you know, keep in mind, this was a song already used for another film in 1995 known as Dangerous Minds. And so, and also yeah. on top of that as well, the lyrics, unfortunately, kind of describe the Sonic franchise to where it is now. So, uh, do you want me to read these out again, just to kind of remind, basically, where Sonic the Hedgehog was at that time? I'm sure yes. I've done it once before, and I'm going to do it again. So, ahem. As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I take a look at my life and realize there's not much left. Because my, I've been blasting and laughing so long that even my mama thinks my mind is gone. Even the first four lines of that makes you think that this is where Sonic is right now. You know, just where, yeah, you know, as a franchise, pretty much. So, um, so as you can probably imagine, also, uh, just getting away from that, the look of our character, you know, was just absolutely horrendous to the point where, yeah, it was totally and utterly redesigned. But uh, can, you know, I just want to, can we really even describe in a good couple of minutes how people, how angry people were looking at that? Yeah, yeah. they were very angry. I, I actually did a podcast a few years ago discussing about the first Sonic the Hedgehog trailer with my good buddy Tom that you can go check out on my YouTube channel. And yeah, we tore the trailer to shreds essentially yeah and i'm pretty sure we talked about it on the arrow meta show too and so uh, that, that that never escaped our, our view as well but uh, i mean the initial uh impression that we were given is that this movie was going to be bad yep uh, yeah and, and and here's the thing like tim miller was the writer behind this the same guy who wrote the first deadpool movie he left deadpool 2 because of disagreements with ryan reynolds and this is the movie that he ended up working on so we know that he was very funny so the fact that he was working on the sonic the hedgehog movie thought that hey maybe there could be promise but that trailer did not help no it did not but uh, eventually they came to their senses they redesigned the character and uh, they basically reintroduced us to sonic and i guess in future i guess in like the the final couple of trailers that they released they um they gave us a good impression of what sonic should actually be and so i mean keep in mind like he's uh you know he's a teenager who is kind of trapped between worlds and that uh, he's trying to escape you know uh, being being caught and so obviously he's living this uh, this life of uh, just kind of like just being, if anything, like a teenager, but obviously being like uh, this uh, character who thinks he's part of the community, but in actual fact, he's actually invisible. And so like, yeah. uh, no one knows he's actually there. Anything like that. If anything, probably the, 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 uh, the little animals probably know more about him being there than anyone else. So, mm -hmm. yeah. But uh, I mean, so we go into the movie, and so I guess where do you want to start with? I mean, uh, do you want to start with like the characters, or do you want to start with just the story? Okay, so I guess we have to kind of start a little bit with both. So the movie kind of begins with 
you know, a young Sonic, which this is one of the first things that we saw in the Japanese trailer, the baby Sonic. And for a while, there was like this, you know, uh, debate about like, who's cuter, baby Sonic or baby Yoda, or the child as he's officially called, because it's not Yoda, people, just please stop. So, um, yeah, we essentially have young Sonic running around Green Hill Zone, and he's confronted by his teacher slash um, parental guardian, who's this owl, and talking about, like, you know, Sonic has this special gift, and, you know, she's been protecting him, and how, uh, you know, his gift of going really, really fast, everybody is going to go after him, and so she decides to give him these rings and tells him to go over to another world that he cannot be chased after and to lay low for a while, and so... You know, essentially, you know, that's what Sonic does over the past 10 years. Now, in uh, the canon, Sonic is around 15 years old. So we can assume that this is him as a five-year-old. And, you know, he is like 15 when we first see him in like the present time. And, uh, you know, we see a whole bunch of really nice references to, you know, classic Sonic. You know, there's the Sonic logo. There's the Saturn logo, the hilltop when he's like in his little den. And, you know, he's talking about like he's been in a whole bunch of worlds and he's starting to run out of places to go to. And the only place there is is like this mushroom place, which is kind of akin to like the Mushroom Hill Zone from Sonic the Hedgehog 3 and Knuckles. So... Uh, you know, essentially, you know, he's been eyeing the Wachowskis from afar and, you know, he kind of like sees them as like his only family, even though that they don't even know that he exists. So there, there's one you know, thing he, there's one thing that bothered me, though, out of everything. There's one reference I didn't particularly think was uh, it was completely out of place. And you know what that was? What's that? Sonic Floss Dancing. Okay, now here's the thing. I think that, in my opinion, Sonic would do something like that. Because, you know, he's always into, like, the hip, cool, trendy things. And he's always, like, incredibly overconfident. And, yeah, I'm, I'm getting burned out by the floss dancing yeah, I, as well. I, Damn you, Fortnite. I guess. But, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it's a, it's, a, it's a Fortnite's an epic games, you know, it's an epic games, you know, property not a not a sonic the hedgehog property it's kind of uh, if you're forgetting the dating like you know the fact that it's just it's uh referencing another video game company just it just seems out of place you know it just, yeah it, it is it, it, i mean if anything they should have had at least one of the taunts from super smash brothers yeah you would have thought so like you know it's just it's uh but uh yeah, so, um, what are some of the references that were thrown in there, like, uh, the fact that it nodded to Green Hill Zone, as, uh, like, you know, this is where he, he ends up in Green Hills, and, uh, then also, where yeah, and then they stuck in, uh, you know, obviously we've got the crazy old man who says that, oh, yeah, I've seen, uh, I've seen, like, the, uh, this, uh, this blue creature, and, uh, he basically, and basically they make a reference to, uh, Sanic, the, uh, that, that, that image. Oh, that's where yeah. that, that meme image, yeah. Terrible meme image, and, uh, somehow they managed to scheme that into there. And, uh, but mind you, like, uh, you know, the Sega logo was going to end up on there anyway, uh, pretty much, but, uh, I mean, it's, uh, and also, they, they, it says there that they actually did the legendary Sega call, which, you know, I didn't really hear it. Was I just, uh, was I just not paying attention when, uh, it first came up, or, uh, because, uh, I, I don't know, I don't to know. be quite honest, because, um, yeah, so basically, you know, you have, uh, you know, Sonic, and he feels really lonely at times because, you know, nobody knows that he exists, and he needs to keep his um his cool because he's very overconfident and you know we we do get to see a few moments in which he is like really really lonely and 
um, you know, we actually do get that baseball scene in which when, you know, he's playing baseball by himself and then he, you know, starts becoming like really upset about him being alone and then he causes a huge power surge. Mm -hmm. So he creates that power surge and then the uh, the military are brought in and uh, they think that the best idea to uh, to deal with this is to bring in a mad scientist for whatever reason. So uh, in, <laughs> in comes Doctor Robotnik uh, to a I have to say a very a, a very fun loving Jim Carrey uh, who seems to be loving this entire thing and I, I got to be honest it's uh, it's nice to know now that Jim Carrey has found a villain role which uh, kind of like will probably scrub over the uh, the uh, um, the Riddler uh, role that he played where during Black I think it was Batman and Robin wasn't it. Like, you know, Batman like, Forever. Batman Forever, okay then. So, it's nice to know now that, uh, you know, Jim Carrey has played a popular villain and uh, will probably be remembered far more for that than he ever will be for any other ones that he's done. I mean, like, the the only other villain role I think that he did really well, I think, was Scrooge. I think, I think that was about it, really. So Yeah, I mean, and, and to be fair, he also was in a TV show, uh, if you remember, uh, where he plays as a kid show host, and he's surrounded by people who are very miserable, his son, his ex-wife, his sister, and he's like the, uh, the only happy one who's like surrounded by people who are just downright depressed. That's oh, like the that, only thing. Was that, the recent, was that yeah. recently that he did that? Yeah, that was like a yeah last year. Oh, was it? I think Ariana Grande played, I think, appeared in that, didn't she? Or... Yes, she did. Oh yeah, good grief. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, that was the that was the most recent thing he was doing because I think he was saying that he was quitting acting because you know he was wanting to focus on painting or something. Yeah, he and did. So I think that mm, yeah. So he's been, yeah, he's been painting quite a while. Yeah, and I think that he was mentioning that he... Yeah, exactly. And then I think that he mentioned in various interviews that the only reason why he picked up this role was because his grandchildren were huge fans of Sonic the Hedgehog and they wanted him to be Robotnik. It sounds very similar to Raul Julia, you know, the guy who played as M. Bison from the Street Fighter movie, where he wanted to be as M. Bison because his his sons were huge street fighter fans and this was kind of like a gift for them right before he passed away to cancer so it's kind of like something similar to that and you know jim carrey does a great job he was like probably my favorite character in the movie yeah i say jim carrey got me through this movie so you know i think uh, the fact that i was just kind of looking forward to seeing what he would be able to do next i think there was some times where i felt like he went a bit over like you know there was uh, there was that like whole music dance thing where like he was uh, dancing whilst uh, trying to figure out how to uh, you know enhance the uh the one of his um you know well sonny's hedgehogs like one of his um uh, quills uh, that he had and yeah, uh, yeah there, there, there was that bit which i think went, went way over the top i think a little bit and it was kind of like yeah i was kind of screaming in my seat a little bit then when i was when i was watching that but uh you know he uh, even during that he even managed to kind of uh, uh rescue it with like uh, you know with uh saying uh, oh do you not want coffee he's like uh, no it's my favorite like you know it just uh and, yes, it's uh, like, yeah. uh, you know, I love the way you make that okay. latte. <laughs> so uh, there was that. And so even in some of the, like, the, the, the awkward moments, even Jim Carrey could even uh, get, can go through that. And so, uh, yeah, it was uh, it was brilliant to watch. And so um, also to um, I think some of the weaker moments, I think, in the film was, uh, I mean, uh, they tried to like play up like, you know, oh, hey, Sonic's might potentially die in this movie something like that which we know is not going to happen because obviously we've seen like the end of the film where like you can see what's happened 
and uh, yeah but they've, they've done this like so many times in the video games they did it for sonic 06 they did it for sonic and the secret rings there's going to be at least one cutscene where we think oh no sonic is going to die well so, even then like yeah. in, even, even putting those references aside like uh, just in the movie like you know in the very beginning of the movie they show you being him being chased by dr robotnik and that's basically where they left it and then but then halfway there's like oh hey i almost died at this point and then it's like, uh, oh, hey, I'm back, you know. But you know that's not going to happen because, you know, in the flashback, he's going to be right back up again fighting Dr. Robotnik. And then he goes back to that scene at the very beginning of the movie. So, like... Yeah, yeah. And, they te and they must have teased, like, Sonic dying, like, three or four times. And I was like, okay, guys. I mean, the first time was fine, but now you're starting to overkill it. Mm -hmm. So... And also, like, uh, there was another bit as well, which I found a bit underwhelming, is that, you know, at the very end of the very, you know, the fight scene that we were going to get. And uh, so we got this, uh, it looked like um, like a, a throwback to, like, the classic boss battles of Sonic the Hedgehog games uh, from, the, uh, from the Sega, you know, Genesis of old. And uh, so they did that whole thing, but uh, I mean, I was uh, hoping that they were gonna like turn him gold at some point, and like uh, maybe they were leaving, maybe they're leaving that for like a future movie, maybe. But, yeah, uh, you know, I really was hoping to see Supersonic. Yeah, yeah, and it, it never, it never happened, and I thought maybe they just leave, maybe this, but maybe they're teasing it, maybe, maybe they're just leaving it for like you know a future movie where they're gonna describe how, you know, uh, well, basically he goes to that next point because I guess you know at this point he's not got the Chaos Emeralds. So like, yeah, that's you know, true. Like, there was no Chaos Emeralds in this movie. And to be fair, the first Sonic the Hedgehog movie didn't have Super Sonic, only the sequel. So I guess they were kind of like playing in the classic approach. It's like, okay, this is kind of like an origin story. We're introducing Sonic into this universe and, you know, we're going to, you know, start him off fresh and we're going to, you know, go back to basics. So I can understand why they decided to not do the more familiar things. Like they didn't introduce his like companions. There was no Chaos Emeralds roles and uh you know there was no supersonic which okay fair enough mm -hmm. okay so um yeah i mean just like uh, going through the story i mean in a way it's kind of a bit basic i mean like uh, you've got this i mean in a way it's kind of like uh i don't want to compare it to et but it's kind of like you know hey alien comes from out of out of nowhere you know uh the population starts to notice that some weirdness is going on you know bad guy comes in and wants to capture the uh the uh, the alien because it's got some kind of power and uh, then you know hijinks ensue, you know like it's mm -hmm. a it's a pretty generic story and it's a pretty safe story to go with. And, uh, but... Yeah, but I think that that was like the best thing that they could have done. If they would have like you know pushed it too much, like it was like so weird because they've done it in the past. You're like oh you know Sonic is becoming stale and we need to you know do something completely different to freshen up the franchise. But you know, people want to go to the basic Sonics. I mean, why do you think people were so negative about Sonic and the Secret Rings and um, Sonic Unleashed and all that stuff? If people yeah. really prefer, you know, Sonic uh, Generations and Sonic Mania. Do you know what I kind of worry because... about is that, like, maybe in future, if they do make future movies of Sonic the Hedgehog, they're probably going to go that route. Like, you know, like, uh, they're, they're going to start introducing, like, you know... Uh, anyway, we'll get, we'll get to the, like the the spoiler at the very end of the at the very end of the show. But uh, um, you know, in regards to like what just wrapping up what we've got already is that I just think uh, you know the story is pretty generic. But uh, at the end of the day, like we got Jim Carrey again to get us through it, and uh, so there's some elements of the story that uh, we're supposed to kind of like play up to the drama. But we knew that he was going to make it through in the end. So, like, uh, in regards to, like, there being anything, like, massively spectacular here, uh, there isn't anything really. It's just kind of like, uh, it's, a, it's a standard story, pretty much, uh, with some bells and whistles attached to it. And the fact that it's just Sonic the Hedgehog. 
So yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, let's uh, besides Sonic the Hedgehog, there's also the story about Tom was you know uh, Tchaikovsky and. Uh, Wazowski or something like that. Yeah, so, and like then with this whole thing with his girlfriend and uh, that uh, they're gonna have a baby soon and uh, like uh, all the you know something's gonna. No, go no, no, on. they're not having a baby soon. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, that's that's something. That's another movie. But no, what the whole point of the story is that you know he is a cop who is in Green Hills and he's like this, you know, local cop that pretty much just does nothing. He's just a regular traffic cop who. You know, he, you know, helps the neighborhood when they need it. And so he's been brought into San Francisco so that he can be able to, like, push his capabilities of who he is. And, you know, his girlfriend is a veterinarian. And, you know, she becomes helpful in the movie when Sonic goes through another, you know, fainting spell. But uh, for the most part, um, you know, Tom thinks that, you know, he is not taken seriously. And so, you know, he wants to move to San Francisco so that he can be able to push his capabilities as a cop. And, you know, everybody's saying like, no, no, don't leave Tom. You know, we, we really appreciate you here in Green Hills. And he's like, no, I, I, I want to, you know, get out of the town. And then it just so happens that, you know, he finds Sonic in his garage. And, you know, when he was trying to chase away the the raccoons from the gar garbage can. Okay. And well, then Dr. Say... Robotnik just so happens to be. Okay, well, Patricia, I have to say, you're far, I think you've paid far more attention to this that part of the movie than I ever did because uh, I, the fact that I started off with pregnancy was uh, not, no, not, not where I was going. But, uh, you know, it's just, it's, uh, I just I just wasn't switched on by that. Like, when they first introduced that into the movie, it was kind of like, oh, my God, are we doing Masters of the Universe all over again? We're kind of like doing, like, we're worried more about the side characters, kind of like, you know, uh, uh, you know, worries than we are about, you know, the fact that we came here to see a movie about He-Man, you know, like, uh, it just, I kind of felt I got that vibe from it when we started going down that route, and I felt that was kind of like a negative going towards the movie, but that was just me, but, uh, you mm. know, like, uh, Well, I mean, yeah. like, I, I actually like the, the relationship between Tom and Sonic, because, I mean, since we weren't going to have the classic, you know, companions like Tails or Knuckles or anybody else, it's like, okay, if we're going to have this, then at least, you know, uh, you know, James Mar. Marsden's Tom was going to be, you know, a pretty, you know, fun character to be around with. You know, he is the, um, you know, the he's the one who's like calming Sonic down while Sonic is like looking at everything for the first time, and he's just like so filled with awe and wonder. You know, he goes into the bar and he causes a huge ruckus, and you know they have that huge trip over to San Francisco, which you know is obviously a Sonic Adventure Two reference, where you know you have that famous scene where you know it takes place kind of like in San Francisco, where Sonic is running around in the first stage. Gym. Yeah, but uh, for the most part, uh, you know, he needs to get to San Francisco because while he was trying to get over to, uh, you know, escaping from Dr. Robotnik, he accidentally dropped his rings over to a building that he saw in Tom's t-shirt, and then they need to make the trip all the way over there so that he can be able to escape from Dr. Robotnik, and Dr. Robotnik is chasing after them, and he is so relentless. Like, you have that scene in which when they're chasing them in the, in the road, and, you know, you have the tank, and then you have the car, and then you have the, the little plane, then you have the little uh, drone robot. It's, like, insane. It's kind of a reference to the old to the old Sonic games at the end of the day. Like, you know, like, you have, uh, you have Dr. Robotnik starting up in one form, and then all of a sudden he kind of, like, you know, builds down to, like, you know, a smaller form. If you know what I mean. Yeah, pretty like, much. Yeah, so, like, it's a, it's, a, it's a good reference to that. So, uh, yeah, but, uh, I mean, just, uh, yeah, just, uh, again, it's another testament to Jim Carrey just, you know, getting us through that, that, that movie. Like, I'm really glad his performance kind of stood up because, like, you know, if we were, if we were subjected to a very mediocre Dr. Robotnik performance, we would have to be, we would have been tired going, like, 
20 minutes into this film i guarantee you yeah yeah, yeah. it's like you know where's mike pollock when you need yeah, him exactly so uh but uh, yeah, I mean that that was a great element to it as well. And so uh, I mean I can't really think of any other kind of positives and negatives. I think of uh, of Sonic the Hedgehog. I mean like the, I guess one negative is that uh, I mean besides like all the uh, retro like themes that we heard during the during the Sonic uh, movie. I mean I can't really think of any other uh, themes that were kind of going on at the time. You know and uh, you, you mean like a... music? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh... yeah, I mean it's true. Yeah, I mean I can't really remember too much of the music other than the the beautiful piano orchestral theme of Green Hill Zone. That's the only one I remember, but yeah. yeah. exactly. I don't remember too much of the music either, which is which really sucks, by the way. They really need a Crush 40 to come by and do the soundtrack because Crush 40 has done some of the best songs in the Sonic franchise, and the fact that they were not there is a shame. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, I'm just wondering, they probably might have turned around and said, well, I don't think anyone, I mean, obviously the Sonic fans would have heard of them, but I think they were thinking more of the, of the, of the, of the, more, the, uh, the general public, I think, after that. So, uh, I mean, I mean, it sounds, okay, it sounds unfair, sure. but, yeah, but, uh, yeah, I was looking at some of the, um, so, um, some of the tunes that were in here were from, uh, from Kelly, F Kelly Finnegan, uh, My Poppy Family featuring J Terry Jacks, ex ambassadors I've heard of, but, uh, yeah. Okay, now to be it. fair, um, you know, the, the songs that they did shoot, they had to do with speed and running fast and, you know, they had at least one phrase of Sonic. I, I mean, that is actually really clever. I do admit that. But, you, I mean, it just kind of, like, blends into the movie. So, you know, nothing really much to say about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, I guess, um, I'm just wondering if uh, we want to start doing scores for um, this movie. And uh, so yeah, sure. uh, maybe, maybe we'll probably see uh, which uh, one we'll... Uh, uh, yes. Uh, I tell you what. One thing we might, fun, fun thing we might do for this, uh, for this series. I tell you, what, actually, I won't spoil it now. I think we'll probably leave it till uh, later on. But uh, um, so, what? Uh, so, good scores out of ten, shall we? And so, uh, what score okay. do you think uh, Sonic the Hedgehog I think is deserving of? Ah, <sighs> that's really tough because this movie was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. But at the yeah. same time, there are some parts that are really memorable, and then there are parts that are really forgettable. So, um, maybe 7.5 out of 10? Mm, I think I'll agree with that. I think I'll go with 7. So, I think, uh, yeah. So, uh, 7.5 and 7 out of 10. So, uh, that's a kind of roundup score, about 7.25 yeah, I mean, out of 10. Uh, yeah, I think that, yeah, I think that there are some good things about it. Like, you know, Dr. Robotnik, and I did like Sonic. I did enjoy some of the scenes. Um, but then there's some things that are pretty forgettable. Like, the music is forgettable some of the scenes are forgettable and um yeah i mean there's some times in which the humor is a bit hit and miss but yeah i think it kind of just evens itself out so yeah mm -hmm. i think that the movie is definitely one of the better video game movies out there i mean like i can't really i mean i think you can only like count with like a you know like only maybe like one hand of like you know really good video game movies out there like you know maybe some of the pokemon movies uh some people say some of the uh resident evil movies are not that bad or prince of persia or um you know or silent hill or something like that so yeah, I think that, um, you know, I think it's definitely up there for, like, one of the better video game movies. And I'm actually curious about how Super Mario Brothers the movie is going to shape up. No, I'm sure we're going to find out pretty soon. So, uh, I mean, um, going into the box office figures. Um, so, the box office currently stands for the Sonic Hedgehog movie at $306.5 million. Wow. 
That's, and it's on a $95 million budget. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm actually curious. Is that the highest grossing video game movie? Because Detective Pikachu, that also made a lot of money as well. Uh, well, I'm just having a look. I think uh, Detective... Uh, uh, well, while I'm doing that, let me have a look at Detective Pikachu's uh, box office figures, because I'm not too sure. Oh, Detective Pikachu did... Uh, Three hundred and sorry, four hundred and thirty-one million dollars at the box office. So it's uh, oh, okay. it, it's not beaten Detective Pikachu yet. I mean, like uh, there's still plenty of weeks to go until it finally closes production. Sorry, closes closes screenings. But uh, you know, uh, so uh, still plenty of time for it to catch up. Well, it hasn't caught up yet. So uh, we'll, okay, we'll, but uh, we'll yeah, see. we'll just. Uh... Yeah, we'll see for sure. Okay, so we're going to leave this to the very end of the show because uh, we didn't want to give away any spoilers, so if you want to stop listening right now and go watch the Sonic Hedgehog movie, then we suggest that you go and do so. But, uh, I mean, like, uh, the... So, at the very end of the, sh of the movie, uh, we were treated to Tails appearing at the very end. So, uh, saying that... Yeah! Yeah, so that gives an indication that I think they're going for a sequel. That's just my hunch. Mm hmm Yeah, for sure. And also, you know, we also see at the end credits that, you know, Dr. Robotnik was at the Mushroom Hill Zone, and that, you know, he starts looking like the classic Robotnik that we know of, the bald head, the bushy mustache, and, you know, his attire. And he's starting to, like, put the, you know, the pieces together on his ship, and he still happens to have one of Sonic's quills, which he was able to generate a ton of power and speed with it. So... I think that there is, like, talks for a sequel if the movie continues to do well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'll think we'll uh, find out soon enough uh, what we're going to go find out with find out with next. And uh, so, um, the also other thing to note as well is that uh, this, um, at the very beginning of the movie, I'm surprised we actually didn't talk about this, is that uh, Sega marked this as a Sega, uh, quote-unquote, original movie. Which kind of makes me think, have they gotten, do you think they might be hinting at the idea that this uh, might not be the only Sega franchise to potentially get a movie and that we might be looking at a potentially a Sega cinematic universe? That's really interesting because, um, you know, when it comes to like Sega properties, I mean, what other Sega, um, you know, video game series besides Sonic that, you know, would be good for movies? Let's see. I mean, the most popular ones that Sega has been doing are the Yakuza series and um, maybe Shenmue. And I mean, like if they want to dip, dip back into their classic, you know, uh, properties, maybe that we could see a Streets of Rage movie. You know what? I was Gold, thinking that Golden actually. Eye, uh, yeah. Golden Axe movie. Yeah, there's already a Golden Eye movie, Patricia. <laughs> Golden Axe. Golden, yeah, Golden Axe. Axe. Yeah, I know what you meant. But uh, yeah, I mean, like, uh, they could even do a Revenge of Shinobi mo movie, maybe. That'd be kind of cool to watch. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah I'd like to see that. Okay. And um, so maybe they could even do um, Comic Zone. Uh, we okay. could see Fantasy Star Online or something. Maybe. So, uh, I mean, does Fantasy Star Online have a, like a, have a story? I thought it was just like a fantasy game. I would have thought. I mean, I know the Fantasy Star games, like the RPGs. Oh, I'm sorry. Games. I thought you were talking about Fantasy Star Online for some strange reason. Yeah, I know what you mean now. Okay, so, uh, yeah, I mean, like, uh, if uh, if they go that route, that'd be kind of cool. But, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Mind my, you, my, I don't think Columns the movie would be pretty very entertaining to watch, I don't think. Mm, yeah, or, or Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean, Bean Machine. machine. Uh, but, uh, I bet you they'll make a reference to that in one of the other movies, I think. But, uh, yeah, like they, they did a reference to it in Sonic Mania. Oh, yeah, they did. So... But, um, but yeah, I think that I think that probably a Yakuza movie wouldn't be too surprising because 
I mean, you know, it's it's essentially like, um, you know, one of those like gangster movies akin to The Godfather, except instead of focusing on, you know, the mafia, it's the Yakuza, which is essentially the Japanese mafia. So, I mean, they that's like one of their biggest, you know, um, franchises out there next to Sonic that Sega has been working on, you know, a lot of. And, uh, you know, Shenmue 3 has also gotten a bit of uh, popularity, but it's not released on a Sega console, even though it was originally a Sega Dreamcast game. So there's that. And, um, you know, I can't think of any at the moment that, you know, in recent years that Sega has been known for. So, yeah, I think that um, I wouldn't be surprised if there is like a Sega um, you know, division that they want to go into movies. Maybe they'll do a better success than square enix when they try to do the final fantasy movie if you remember yeah i remember that too so but uh, anyway let's hope they're not too mediocre to end up on this podcast this podcast series so <laughs> uh, i don't think so i think that uh we're not gonna do final fantasy the movie the spirits within no because i think that movie was torn by critics so yeah. i don't think we're gonna be talking about that anytime i don't soon, think so at either. all yeah well, anyway, that concludes our first ever episode of um, In Search of the Crystal Skull. So uh, we will be diving uh, once again into another movie, and we'll be letting you know what that movie is going to be very soon. So thank you very much for joining us. Uh, my name has been Aaron. My name has been Patricia. Take care, and bye-bye for now.